Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. You're listening to Castrol CarCast on Podcast One. Have you checked out the big podcast with Shaq here at Podcast One? Yeah, we talk basketball, but we're a lot more than just sports. I met this fabulous lady. She had to be in her 70s. Knew everything about me, knew everything about sports. And the last thing she says, I love your podcast. And I'm wow. Like, very much. Oh, but I hate that John <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That's terrible. Listen free to the big podcast with Shaq exclusively on Apple Podcasts, PodcastOne.com, and the Podcast One app. If you love the show, share it with a friend and leave us a rating and review. Get it on. Got to get it on. No choice but to get on. Mandate. Get it on. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for telling a friend. Thanks for listening to CarCast. We love talking about cars on this show. I'm Adam Carl. It's Matt, uh, the moderator, DeAndre over there. How are you? Ah. Oh. Busy. Good. I start off my... I've been too busy. I, I did one of those days. <laughs> I start off the day by just kind of screwing up a door I was trying to swing and... At the new house. Yeah. Which is looking good. Rob got a bunch of subfloor adhesive when I told him don't get subfloor adhesive. He just bought a ton of subfloor adhesive. It's like, it's a weird, it's a weird kind of life I have. Yeah. But, um, and then I kind of screwed up the rough framing and the bottom of the door was kind of hitting the jam and uh, I was on the run. And then I, I don't know why, but whenever I'm most on the run, I, somehow agree to do interviews where like <laughs> i i have these little windows where i'm like i'm at the new house i'm trying to get the door in i'm running out of time i'm supposed to call in to this guy's podcast and uh I'm, everyone's asking questions and i'm running out the door and then i jump in the car and then i call the guy's podcast and they go like how's it doing and i go it's it's good it's good it's busy it's good and they go <laughs> yeah busy's good and I go, yeah, yeah, busy's good. It's good. I'm busy. I'm real busy. So I'm just kind of running from one thing to Already the next Already the pace thing. is like, off. Like, you're going a mile a minute. They're they, like, yeah. And then they go, <laughs> yeah, you got to be busy. And I go, sorry, you need to start You need to start the thing. Whatever <laughs> yeah. you're doing, you have to do it because now <laughs> yeah. you're – and I'm saying it for you because you have – from the time – I leave this house to the time I get to the studio, you have 13 minutes. And you've <laughs> yeah. used up three – talking about how busy, how busy is, is good, good. <laughs> and i would like you to have as much captured as you can for your podcast so i always sort of uh politely say 
are you recording this now? And they go, no, we, we haven't gotten started yet. And I go, then you need to get, please get started. Yeah, let's go ahead and get started because we're limited on Get started. Yeah. All right. Is the rain uh, uh, helping, hurting? Because most of what you're doing is on the inside of the house, so it's not... I mean, you can't really do paint or anything on the outside yet. Uh, I have an, another issue with that that I'll make another <laughs> note on. Castrol uh, CarCast, by the way, brought to you by uh, Castrol. We love them. And uh, Bet Online. Go to betonline.ag, enter podcast one. Castrol Edge, we love them. Titanium Strong for maximum engine performance. And uh, Geico, go to geico.com. Uh, there, there are drainage issues at the house I'm living in. There's a neighbor with a drainage issue. There's things to be whatever. And it's, it's really why we should just be gay because <laughs> I got to outsource. I can't outsource any of this stuff to Lynette because she doesn't do any of it or she'll just go, I don't know what was going on. And so I got to deal with the neighbor and the drainage and the thing and the whatever. I yeah. put a drain in. Um, I tied into an existing sewer pipe. Kind of interesting. Just cut into the slab, dropped it in, blah, blah, blah. That's it. You can do that. I can. <laughs> I don't know about you. Uh, I can do anything I want. It's just there's not enough of, of, of me. Yeah. And there's way too many people asking questions, and I'm just sort of running. So I spent the beginning of uh, the morning just sort of running. And then I had a uh, call in between podcast i'd missed a call from james baby doll dixon now if my agent james baby doll dixon calls me there's a 70 to 80 percent chance he's going to say i talked to so-and-so at discovery channel something something money 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 something uh so I will call him back no matter how busy I am because yeah. if you missed a call from James Baby Doll Dixon, you may have missed some money right. or there may be some money yeah. out there. He's not calling to say, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> we have that kind of relationship, but there is a – you will be – we we do talk and we do just talk about nothing all the time and, and, and that. But if you missed a call from him, you may have missed some money. Yeah. So I called back immediately – and he just proceeded to tell me how he hated this idea that somebody pitched him from my camp about me doing a TV show and then went on to pitch me his TV show idea in slow motion. And what you just experienced in the hall was me going, yeah, okay, okay. Well, that's, well, we'll talk about it in person then when I see you next week or blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it was yeah, me yeah. kind of going, all right, this isn't about – this gig or availability dates or cash or checks or networks. This is just a super slow motion. I got an idea for a home improvement show. And so sure. uh, I was yeah. just giving him the, what you saw me doing right. in the hall was me attempting to respectfully move yeah, along. Love it. Fa- Want to talk about it. Just Can't not talk now. about it right now. <laughs> not now. He doesn't know about podcasting per se, so he never really. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "What? What are you so busy doing?" Yeah, like, he thinks like, you're at home in your PJs, <laughs> I, doing a whole bunch of podcasts, yeah, which yeah, I have yeah. to do every day. So uh, okay. there's that. All right. Uh, so yes, go ahead. Uh, so I, I it's kind of a weird thing, as you know. We sold the Alfa Romeo on uh, on Bring a Trailer. It did well. We got some p- fair price for it. Thirteen and change. Yeah, and uh, thirteen three. Thirteen three. 
And a guy bought it, nice guy out of Texas. And uh, I said, you know, I got a bunch of stuff fixed on it. The air worked, but I drove it for a few days and it it stopped getting cold. So uh, I'll fix it for you because I I felt like it's it's part of the deal. So I took it to a place this morning, got up early, dropped it off there. And as I walked in there, they had a part in pieces, a blue medial Lamborghini Mura. Uh-oh. Which I just sent to Kalen. And I was like, how'd our car get here? <laughs> and then I was like, oh, it's not. It's not your car. And uh, this is uh, this is the few shots I saw of this. And uh, you could kind of see the interior. There might be one picture. It's blue and, and tan interior. Yeah, it has a blue dash yeah, and it's, tan. It's nicely done. Is it an S? Oh, I, it looks like a P. It's a P. It's a P. And the guy working on it was confused. Right. Um, and sure. then just randomly, I uh, I got a call from uh, Alexander Weaver from RM this morning. We got cars going up at the auction, and uh, he was he was calling me this morning. And I said, "Hey, I ran into a blue medio Mura," and he's like, "Oh yeah, that's a P. I know that guy." <laughs> I was like, "Of course you do," and I yeah, said, "Of course he does. It looks I was very like, you know, medium blue." Apart. I was like, "You know, it's all apart." He's like, "Ooh." I don't think it's supposed to have that much work done on it. So anyway, this is a friend of his car. Um, it looks a little lighter. Well, they had a, like a Tahitian blue or something that was Yeah, a, but this looks, is a blue medio. It yeah. is blue medio. Yeah. And now yours is special. We did a little something something to it, right? And this is – because it's funny because I went up on this and I was like, hey, this is blue medio with like a touch of metallic. So I, I asked Alexander, I was like, when was this painted? Mm-hmm. And he said, just a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then he what said, was oh, the I original think it's, color. Of the I don't car. know. No, we didn't. We didn't get that far into the conversation. Hmm. He was like, "Where's my paperwork?" <laughs> but you know, he painted it blue media. Yeah, yeah. which is and medium the, blue. Yeah, and uh, and you're right. We know the P was done uh, a couple of these, I believe, in in this color. And yours well, is the only SV. I and it's I a rare color. Yeah, it's it's rare, and I didn't know how many P's or S's or or what have you. But that's very interesting that you and very uh, small world. Yeah, that you walked up on that. And uh, was he getting air conditioning done? Is this an air conditioning? No, place? no. He's a, he's an Italian car place. He had a, he had an engine over there, and he had would a couple of the cars. And pretty rare and, uh, for them to have air conditioning in that. Yeah, pee. but you see this pipe next to the car. That's the coolant pipe that runs front to back. Well, are you telling me that? No, I'm saying because that's the kind of issue he had. Aha. Uh-huh. You know, because you know how it I hangs low? I know it's coolant pipe, yeah. And it's thin, like mm-hmm. aluminum tubing, mm-hmm. and all you got to do is just like hit a roach, it. and it'll, it'll puncture a hole or dent it. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous car, but man, don't drive them. Don't drive him. <laughs> Adam, hmm. how did you, how were you able to tell it was a pee just by looking at the, the interior? He can smell it in the photo. <laughs> what? What from... Uh, yeah, the, you looked at this picture. Yes. Went, is it an S or P? Oh, it's a P. Yes. Um, well, first off, I'm... All right. Is anyone... Max Banner. Yeah. I was a poor student, a bad student. <laughs> I know. If you talk to anyone at North Hollywood High in the early 80s and you go, Adam Carolla, they'd go, nice guy, dumb as shit. Like the bad fucking student. <laughs> like, good football player. <laughs> good football player. Don't bet on that guy. He's dumb. He's not smart. He talks good, but he's not good. That's what they would say. So it's kind of weird. How, it, it, it's weird that I am who I am, but it was never, it was never my uh, sort of uh, ability, my hypervigilance to notice things. 
there's not any difference on the interior of a P and an S and even an SV. They're very subtle little differences from the uh, angle of the picture we're looking at. You couldn't tell by the top of the dash or the seats or the stitching or the vents or the gated gear shift or any of that. The P do have crank up windows versus electric windows, but you can't see the crank up windows from where we're where our vantage point is. So there's two things that are different about the P versus the S versus the SV. The P is the only one that had crank up windows. So if you saw a door panel, you would see a slot and a crank. And the P is the only one that had a wooden wheel. The first year they had a wooden wheel and the second year with the S and the SV, they went to a leather wrapped wheel. So there always is a chance that somebody has an S and put a different steering wheel on it, which happens all the time. I see people selling P400 2 plus 2s with Islero wheels and stuff like modern, more modern or different, or just, hey, I like a wood wheel, or I thought the wheel was cool, or it got switched a long time ago and nobody noticed it. But from this picture, you can see a portion of this wooden wheel, and when I saw the wooden wheel... I knew it was a P. Yeah. And Alexander confirmed it on the phone. P. <laughs> that too. All right. Yeah. P. Right. And and obviously no air in the dash. <laughs> yeah, although I can't. Well, the none of them really. Almost none of them have air or whatever in the dash. Yeah. But so you wouldn't know by that. But um, listen, Max Pat, I appreciate you pointing that out. What I don't appreciate is everyone going, oh, yeah, no, I told you. No, you didn't listen. No, I said, <laughs> I said this. What I just tell you, you're, you're piece of shit sold for 13.3 right or why because i obsess over matt and his finances or i love cars (laughs) that are worth nothing or all of the above or all the above no because you said it to me one time you said the thing sold for 13.3 and that's what i now know yeah what drives me nuts is when people go no i told you 13.7 and i go you didn't because I'm telling you what you told me. It happens all the time. It happens where people go, you didn't notice, or I told you, or you whatever. I notice everything. I hear everything. I see everything. That's part <laughs> of what I do. So if there's something that turns into he said, she said, and you don't remember it one way, and I don't remember it another way, there's a very good chance I'm right. Otherwise, I wouldn't be arguing with you. Oh, also the headrest is different in the P, but you really, you'd have to look hard in this picture to sort of, see it one one has a plastic covering up on the thing which would suggest there is a headrest and the other you can kind of see it off to the left the headrest is yeah different or non-existent in the other ones um but from this picture i knew it was a a p because it has a wooden steering wheel thank you it was a nice car thank you it's pretty cool yeah it was it was it's real clean. It was nicely done. I don't like the all blue dash. Yeah, and I didn't like the all the painted wheels, the the knockoff, the whole thing painted just like well, like, like they put it on and just shot it all with a gun. To be fair, uh, with the Lamborghinis, some of them, and I think so, and then you have to make this decision. It's like when you see those guys that are going deep into the Mopar restoration and they go, hey, you'd see all the overspray of the body dead in there, you know, the mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. the rubber rubber coating on the body. They would have oversprayed it onto the deck lid and whatever, oversprayed it into the whatever. And they go, and that's how they do it because they're doing a full yeah. 
restoration yeah. and in the factory some guy smoking a cigarette and holding a beer would have in 1973 <laughs> would have oversprayed yeah. all that trunk liner shit under the trunk hood deck lid or whatever whatever it is yeah yeah that's how they did it i think the argument that somebody would make for like painting the center hub and painting the knockoff and stuff they would go Oh, that's how they did it. Yeah. Now, I would say get it plated, get it nickel plated, get the spinner yeah. nickel plated, put the sticker in the center, like whatever it is. I'd say that looks a lot better. It looks better. But a purist could say, well, that's how they did yeah, it. Yeah. I wasn't saying it was wrong. I just said I didn't like it. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry for, for getting luxury. <laughs> Let me tell you about betonline.ag. Now, that's something we both like. Holidays are upon us. Betonline.ag is uh, in the giving spirit. Two incredible promos. Create a free account and use promo code PODCAST1 for a 50% sign-up bonus. And you can refer it to a friend and get a 200% bonus to your friend. It gives your friend a 200% bonus. What a great gift. It's up to $200. NFL, NHL, NBA, college football, or basketball. Entertainment odds. Early uh, Oscar odds. Hell, we don't even know who's hosting yet. Well, we do. I know. Do we? Yeah. Who? Announced yesterday. Oh. Kevin Hart. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I did not know that. I guess I won't be riding on it this year. (laughs) I'm pretty dialed into the entertainment world. Yeah, I guess guess. you you know know everything. I don't know why. Well, it's funny because I saw Jimmy... Two days ago, and yeah. I don't think we had an answer yet. Although I didn't, I swear it happened yesterday it. afternoon. Yeah. Like he tweeted it, and he's like, a "Dream of mine." I just got the official word. Boom! And Jimmy sent a nice tweet to him too, mm. congratulating him. Mm. He's like, "Whatever, shorty." I heard they asked the Rock first. <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing. Go online and use your uh, mobile phone and sign up today and uh, try live in-game betting. That's fun, too. Remember, promo code PODCAST1 for the 50% sign-up bonus and uh, get all your holiday shopping done early. And refer a friend with the promo, betonline.ag, your sports book experts. Well, we should have bet on who was going to be host. I know. <laughs> I knew it wasn't going to be The Rock. I laughed at The Rock because The Rock always makes fun of Kevin Hart because they're friends. And like, like The Rock had a baby like a couple months ago, and he took a picture of him holding the baby. Then he posted another one. It was the same picture, but with Kevin Hart's head on the baby. Mm. <laughs> like He's always oh, busted his chops. Kevin Hart is a good actor, good comedic actor whose stand-up is confusing. Yeah. Confusing. It's if, you, if you listen to Kevin, if you just close your eyes and listen to Kevin Hart's stand-up specials, I don't even know what he, what he, I don't know where the jokes are. No, it seems like there's a lot of Red Bull involved. There is a lot of Red <laughs> Bull involved. He's got like a lot of energy. A lot of energy. <laughs> and he'll just go, my Uncle Stan, that boy's crazy. <laughs> He's crazy. We love his and cadence. <laughs> I don't mean crazy, crazy. I mean crazy. <laughs> yeah. Stan come up to me and go, what you want to do? And I'll go, what you want to do? And he'll go, I don't know. And I'll go, I don't know. That boy's crazy. <laughs> and I'll go, okay. Yeah. But I'm not sure if there's a joke. Yeah. I'm not sure if there's a joke here. I think that's a dig on mental illness. Maybe. <laughs> so uh, you are driving an Aston Martin. Yeah. Aston Martin, the new uh, Vantage. I haven't even seen it. Oh, what color is it? It's uh, What's the name of the color, Chris? Lime essence. Yeah, it's terrible. It looks Do you like a think highlighter. you could drive off 
with uh, me holding the key fob? <laughs> I don't know. I, I got to put the key fob outside the car and see if it'll start. Because I've done it. I've done it now as as I've Max Patton knows. I've, I did it with my Jag. Yeah. I left my keys in the door and drove off. Um, this is such an issue that uh, on the 19th, when we're in here recording again, the Lincoln technical engineer is going to call in and tell you why everybody's key fobs are shit. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, no, we got, I got the Lincoln guy on the, on the phone to be like, tell us, tell us what's the issue with key fobs. I'm sure he has nice things to say about his new aviator as well, but I was like, mostly I want to know about key fobs. Interesting. <laughs> I uh, it is a it is a sad state of affairs, but I I put my keys in my front door. I drove to the uh, Animal Lumber store. I got out of my car and realized I can no longer move my car. I can no longer my keys are hanging from my front door. I hung them from the front door. I took off outside of the front. I took off um, out the garage and uh, just basically locked myself out of my own car. It was uh, it was awesome. Yeah. Uh, this color. This color is. Um, they're going a little Lamborghini-ish, and a little less understated, elegant Aston Martin-ish. Like, mm-hmm. like, don't don't let this this color make you angry. But picture this car with the carbon fiber and everything in a British racing green. Yeah, I uh, I'm trying. I I don't you know? feel like they got the right uh, they got the right color for that car. Um, there's a there's a little video you can hear it somewhere I think somewhere it's not in that that photo group it's in another photo group but so the reason why you want to hear it is because Aston Martin's like twelve cylinder we got mm-hmm. eight cylinder forget about it let's just call Mercedes AMG source one of those AMG turbo V8s and that's what they're running now at uh-huh. the end of this you're going to hear a little fire up on this thing that car's going to uh-huh. spin around for a second and then uh, toward the end when you see the back. Uh, so AMG's doing the motor. So AMG's doing the motor, but the partnership with Mercedes AMG also means they're like, hey, uh, we're not so good with entertainment systems and the infotainment. Can we use yours as well? And they said, sure. Mm-hmm. So now it works. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, the interior has kind of a. Brody. Yeah, you're going to. We'll throw a couple of revs at it real quick. I turned it into sport mode. All right, let's listen. Sounds good. Yeah, so what they're saying on this car, it's it's 500 and something horsepower. It's a 4-liter V8 twin turbo. But now we've got, we've got a car that moves. 4-liter V8. Yeah, it's 503 horsepower. That's 505 a... pound-feet of torque at 2,000 RPM. It's... Great low. Did you say five hundred five and five hundred five. Five hundred three horsepower. Five hundred five. Okay. Um, so it's right around five and five. It's good. Uh, four liters a small displacement, so must have a good red line. Must be up past seven. Probably into could be a could be into eight. Yeah, I believe it is. I don't recall, and it's not listed on my spec sheet, but. They're, they're making more of like a 911 fighter out of this, where the DB9 that you have and the DB11 uh, that we drove with the 12-cylinder twin turbo, mm-hmm. still more of the GT car. Mm-hmm. This is front engine, but it's front mid. Basically, the, the pulleys— Slid way back. The pulleys on this car in the front of the engine line up with the front axle. 
Right. And then it has a rear transaxle. It has an eight-speed paddle shift, but the transaxle lines up with the rear axle. So they move the weight to the back. Yeah. So we've got a car that's basically 50-50 weight ratio. What's its sticker at? About 150-ish. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it could be 143. Maybe it's 153. Mm-hmm. Oh, 153 is the base price. Mm-hmm. The one we've got, has got a couple of options on it, and it's got the, the uh, carbon ceramic brake. So I think this one comes in at about 183, 185. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that's, that's expensive for a 911 fighter, but I guess they're fighting some of the more expensive 911s, right? Yeah. And it'd be turbo area, so it wouldn't be right. fast as turbo. Turbo's all-wheel drive. But this is an Aston Martin that's a 0 to 60 in 3.4. Yeah. And a top speed of maybe 195. Well, it kind of it, it kind of makes you ask the question, does everything need to be a 911 fighter? Can Aston Martin be Aston Martin? And I'm not saying they're not being Aston Martin, but what I'm kind of saying is, is Aston Martin traditionally has not been Ferrari or Porsche or whatever. You know, right. Porsche, obviously, if you look at their origins, Porsche's been super lightweight, super nimble, super everything. And Aston Martin has just been a, a different configuration and a different approach. Yeah. I mean, they started, you know, with the ones, the early ones, the, the one Carroll Shelby won, Le Mans, and the, whatever the hell that one is. Um, that's a little different, but they, you know, by the time you got to the DB4s and the DB5s, mm-hmm. they got sort of big and soft and pillowy. Yeah, and more GT cars. They were going for big, long, straight six with the big displacement for six. And and the idea was for a guy like James Bond to motor down the highway in, in luxury and style. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Now, I don't think he'd pick this color. It was, <laughs> uh, it would, it would be great. To you know, outrun uh, a Mustang on a mountain road yeah. as well, but I don't know. Like in in, in a world, and, and you kind of t- you tell me what you you think. I'll I'll tease it, but in my world, I'm sort of like I want Aston Martin. Like like I don't want to go to Laurie's Prime Rib and have them offer up a veggie menu like a vegetarian menu yeah you know what i mean and yeah, they're yeah. going well you got to diversify i mean you got to have something for the vegans and yeah the ve- i'm sort of like no no you guys be laurie's as a matter of fact yeah. if you ever go to laurie's prime rib the attraction is it hasn't changed in 81 years yeah they have to change the name to laurie's and stuff Yes, and <laughs> if I bring my kids there, they got their choice between the Diamond Jim Brady cut and the San Francisco cut, but they, there is no hot dog on a stick. <laughs> right. they, they, don't, they have what they have. Yeah. And, they're, and they don't do the, well, we're going to update the outfits for the waitresses, or we're going to have some dudes as waitresses. or whatever. No, they just do what they do. Yeah. You know what you're getting, and that's why you go. So I'm just sort of... Wondering if Aston yeah. Martin is trying to compete with the 911s. I don't know. Like, I feel like I want it. If I want a 911, I'll get a 911. If I want a big GT yeah. Cruiser, I'll get an Aston Martin. Yeah. You tell me. I'll tell you about Castrol Edge. Okay. I'll let you. I'll let you. I'll let you uh, ruminate on that. I'll let you think about it. I'll let it emulsify Simmer. in your brain. Simmer, <laughs> Castrol Edge, heat, friction, viscosity breakdown. They rob your engine of maximum performance. 
Friction results in a loss of performance of up to 10%. Castrol Edge, engineered with fluid titanium technology, physically transforms. It gets stronger under pressure. Helps fight uh, friction, deliver maximum levels of performance for your car. It is three times stronger against mm-hmm. viscosity breakdown than leading oils. It's the best. It's Castrol Edge. Unlock the true performance in car's engine today. So what do you think? We, you want to ask Martin... And I get it. Everyone wants to evolve and everyone wants to move ahead and everyone wants to brag. But in a weird way, I kind of miss – I don't want P. Green Aston Martin uh, yeah. or, or whatever this the, Day Glow Green is. I want old Aston Martin. The color choice is weird, but Aston Martin at some point made a decision. They said, all of that legacy and that history that you love, we're going to keep that with the DB11. Mm-hmm. But now we want to sell some cars like Lamborghini does the Uricon and they did the Giardo and 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 they're they all want a piece of that. They want a piece of that sub two hundred thousand dollar, you mm-hmm. know, uh, you know, mid one fifties ish, one sixties. Mm-hmm. They want a piece of that and say, Can we sell three of these vantages for every one D B eleven that we sell? Mm-hmm. And uh that's not to say they're not gonna come out with an SUV as well, because I'm pretty sure they are. Oh, they are. Yeah. Um, and they still have the four door. So they're all, everybody's kind of getting into this now. And like Porsche's done it, uh, you know, uh, uh, Alfa Romeo, Maserati, they all have SUVs. And, uh, and there's still talk about Ferrari doing an SUV. But I know we're kind of going off, off book here. But the point is, is, is if Ferrari can get into an SUV, can Aston Martin and, and Lamborghini do a, do a, an entry-level car, a smaller car, a sports car, as mm-hmm. opposed to a GT car, right? But don't get me wrong. The DB11 is a fantastic <coughs> excuse me, uh, touring car, and it's everything that we love about the Aston Martin. Long nose, front, you know, front engine, long hood. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it's fast, but it's really more about hearing the sound at low speeds, hearing that 12-cylinder you know, in sport mode and paddle shifting and getting it to backfire and cough and kick. And, you know, you don't need to go fast in the DB11 for that thing to be a DB11. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look, we're, wherever we're at, we're living in a world where 400 or 500 horsepower, whether it be an Aston Martin or, or Mustang, is routine. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're living in a day where there's a million choices and none of them are bad. It just kind of becomes about personal taste and what's in your checking account or your savings account, it's a pretty good time to be a car person. Uh, I mean, when is the last time, if you think about it, has there ever been a time in history in the, in the automotive world where the stuff you breathed on, the stuff you hopped up, you souped up, so mm-hmm. to speak – was not going to be nearly as quick or handle as well or stop as well, or break as well or yeah. corner as well as a just bone stock fill in the blank Mustang. Oh, yeah. I mean, it used to be you'd buy a Mustang in 1984 and then you'd bring it home and then you'd make it work right. Yeah. Right? We, we had an 89 Mustang convertible, my brother and I, and the five liter. We took the engine out, put in a full, full – Ford Motorsport crate engine with a supercharger on it, and we made 400 horsepower. Mm. Now you can go buy the GT off a lot for 460. You buy a bullet for 480 horsepower. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm fast forwarding mm. to Sonny telling these stories. <laughs> Whoa! Back in the day, I was playing Fortnite, and I yelled at my nanny to bring me popcorn. 
<laughs> That'll be his version of she you showed and your up brother. In a Tesla. <laughs> you and your brother pulled out an engine and swapped it for a crate motor. <laughs> yeah, we were like sixteen. Jesus Christ, it's it's so. We we were trading. We were trading parts. You were you know this whole game of trading up and the TV shows. Can you trade this and trade that? And trade and trade up. You know we we traded up to a set of you know uh, uh, a ported used ported cylinder heads, aluminum cylinder heads, and. You know, we had something that, you know, we had some roller rockers and we traded it for something else, a little bit of cash. It's such a weird, it's such a weird thing. I, I, I can identify. Trade for a nitrous kit and the nitrous kit for heads. I, I remember <laughs> when I had a BMX bike, I had like two Moto Mag wheels, but I didn't have the red line forks. Yeah. And so like at some point I had to trade a Moto Mag for red line forks, right. but now I had one Moto Mag. And redline forks, but no front moto mag. Yeah. And, and I could remember this weird kind of bad Rubik's cube of like going, all right, I'm going to trade the moto mag for the red lines. But now, of course, now, you know, everyone just hops on Amazon and gets yeah, moto mag red line forks. Somebody tweeted me a picture, Max Pat, of me doing a cross up on my moto mag. BMX bike when I, I realize I'm the same age. I was the same age Sonny is now. And <laughs> oh, yeah. I, and I saw I thought, you comment on that. I thought to myself, Jesus Christ, this is sad. So sad. And then I looked at my dirt lawn and I got sadder. And then you got sadder in the house with two doors. <laughs> the thing that's funny about me there doing, doing my cross up in my, on, on my Moto Mag uh, BMX bike in my front lawn. The you're thing you're that, as high as a VW bug. The thing that's crazy about the picture is the bike's all steel and it's heavy as hell. Yeah. Number one. Number two, the ramp, I did not have the ability to build a takeoff ramp because my dad did not own a tool. So I couldn't take a piece of junked plywood and like cut it and put yeah. it together. I had to just like stack up wood. So there's like a plank that's eight foot going right to left. That's got nothing. I only needed the width of it. I would have cut it. I would have shaped it. Yeah. yeah Ironically, yeah. I could make myself a killer takeoff ramp now. And remember when all of our gear was no gear at all, like jeans and a striped shirt from Bad News Bears. And the only <laughs> helmet you had was all that hair on the top of your head flying through there. Like when did gear like when did gear become gear? I don't know. Like when I was young, if you had elbow pads, that's because you're a professional hockey player. Right. Like you didn't put on elbow pads to ride a BMX bike. No, you're getting paid at that point. Uh, right. Some sort of endorsement deal. Yes. <laughs> you know? Uh, so uh, you, I want to talk about this uh, Rivian R1T yes. electric truck, pickup yeah. truck. You went and saw it? I did. I'm going to tell you about that. First, I'll tell you about Geico. Mm -hmm. Everybody's got a to-do list. You drop off dry cleaning, you pick up some milk, and now you can add save hundreds of dollars on car insurance to that list. You don't have to pick up or drop off anything. You just go to Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. So if you want some extra money in your pocket, this is the most rewarding to-do you can do today. Check out Geico.com. Yeah, we love Geico. Yeah. So <laughs> the uh huh? A couple of couple of smart, like, I don't know, MIT kids were like, hey, we can design a truck. Mm-hmm. And uh we're looking at a picture of it. It looks kind of like when they do when Ford does concept stuff and yeah. they do like, here's what the Ranger's gonna look like in 2020, and they always kind of do a cooler, smoother kind of version. It, it's very Ford 
concept truck, and then they roll whatever they roll off doesn't look like that. But and there they had this here there. Um, this is this it's got a bit of a ridge line truck. kind of base to it. Yeah, and uh, and they had an SUV version in green. Because it's electric, you can do stuff you can't do in a truck. Behind the rear door in the fender, you see it looks like it's cut out, right? It looks like there's something yeah. there. That's that's a door, and it'll go all the way through the truck. So if you open it on that side and the and the other side, you can go. You can see right through the truck. Uh-huh. You can put skis through there. You can hide in there. You can play hide and seek. You can run through there. It's like it's, it's a cool. I'm, I'm kind looking. Of- <laughs> sorry, I'm looking at a zero to sixty in the threes and a four hundred mile charge again is this is this elon musk telling us that his new roadster goes 250 miles an hour so, but it'll yeah. never go 250 miles an hour so ever what what they said was they're going to have three sizes of batteries similar to what you've seen in the teslas right and they're going to be like a i don't know like a 240 in a in a 300 and a 400 range and uh, it looks super cool. It looks super cool. The, the the smallest battery is like zero to sixty in the fives, five three, five whatever. Still fast, but you know in the fives. Pickup truck, yeah. And then the fast ones like three nine or three six or something like that. They say it'll tow eleven thousand pounds, but then everybody standing in the booth is like eleven thousand pounds for how far? Because right. now when you're towing eleven thousand pounds, how do you get four hundred mile range? Right. Right. So everybody's got. Everybody's got uh, uh, a lot of questions about it, but it was popular. And from what I understand, is they're a startup company. They develop these prototypes with something like a half a billion dollars in mm-hmm. in, in venture capital money and investments and stuff. Which to any other industry in the world, that's a lot of money. But you know, Tesla burns through that like weekly. It seems like right. You know, like it's very difficult to start and build a legit car company. Sure. So, um, but they seem to get a lot of attention at this place at at the auto show. It, it look the truck looks good. That's number one, and it it sounds good. And the question is, is sort of the price point. Everybody's excited about it. Journalists, everybody's excited about it. They're like, this is a cool idea. We really hope it goes through. We'd love to see somebody do this. And I, I you know, people in the industry, people that come in here and talk about this all the time, you realize that, you know, uh, we. We did a show yesterday. We did a show earlier this week with Goldberg. We had Alistair Weaver from Edmonds call in. He's driving across the country in a RAV4, a new RAV4. And I said, why? And he said, <laughs> and he said because it's the best-selling vehicle in the United States other than a pickup truck. So mm-hmm. it's now more than Camry and Accord and whatever. Mm-hmm. And he goes, so now we need to test it for the people. And they're going to hit 48 contiguous states. They're going to stop and and, and whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he said, but they sell, I don't know, four or 500,000, 500 something thousand of these things. He goes, but once you start jumping into the full-size truck market, what we consider a full-size truck, but an F-150 is a light-duty truck. Now you're into 800, 900,000 sales, maybe a million sales. So if you're going to start a startup electric car company or electric vehicle company, why not go after that market? Go after something you can sell to fleets and workers and luxury and whatever and do a really nice leathered up, nicely $90,000 truck and then offer the $60,000 you know, smaller battery vinyl seats version. I right. agree. Right. I, I it, look the the future is bright for electric, and um, 
Every car company has to have some sort of SUV or crossover because that's what Americans are buying. For one reason or another, that's what they're buying. You know, we had this conversation about Genesis. Genesis is the luxury arm of Hyundai now, right? Mm -hmm. And their cars are nice. And uh, nice enough that I I got in one and I was like, this is gorgeous inside. So we're going to try to get one or two over here to drive. And... uh, and everybody agreed, but then Edmonds was like, yeah, but they need to come out with an SUV, and they're working on it because that's how they're going to sell vehicles. I like Genesis because whenever I get into an argument with Lynette and she goes, I don't care about money, okay? <laughs> I go, oh, okay, but when I wanted you to buy the <laughs> Hyundai <laughs> Genesis for $28,000 cheaper than the Audi A7, you said, I like the Audi. Yeah, I so like the Audi. Yeah. Maybe you don't care about money, but you do care about the stuff. That money buys. To be fair, I think you could have picked up a like a G seventy, and I could have put an Audi logo Badge on the front, on it? and oh. we would have crushed it. We would have nailed it. <laughs> I already got the scheme where I'm topping off the veggie wash with tap water, so that's how <laughs> I'm slowly saving a fortune in veggie. Wow, wash. you'd be a good bar owner. Yeah, <laughs> just a little little water, just a little refill across the board. <laughs> All right. Let's see. You want to get some Corolla racing merch? I'm wearing the hat right now. I like the hat. I like the It's design. good looking, that right? Corolla racing stuff. Uh, you can order by December 10th, and you'll get the gifts on time for Christmas. Lots of uh, – we got shirts. we got hats. we got uh, we got jackets that I'm going to sign, so uh, check that out. Go to uh, CorollaRacing.com. Good can looking I, can stuff I tell you, there. Can I give mm-hmm. you an update on Uppity, what's going on? I know yeah. we're, we're still – Talking to the network and trying to do your deal and all that. But uh, uh, Nate came by and he's like, look, here's the deal. Everybody that pre-ordered this, we apologize that things are getting delayed because of this contract negotiation that's happening. Mm-hmm. But Nate promises that whatever deal happens, wh- wherever the movie comes out, everybody that pre-ordered is going to get it first. They're going to get it in advance. So he's going to ship those things out ahead of time so everyone will get it. But I know he's running a deal up there for 15% off your entire holiday order when you use promo code CHASSISGIFT2018. So if you did buy something like the Indian Wrecking Crew that Jay Leno narrated, if you like that or the Newman film, uh, they're good gifts. Yeah, I uh, agree, especially, well, if you're for the car person in your life. All right, listen to uh, Shift and Steer as well on Podcast One and uh, say hi over at Chassis and uh, say hi to me to Adam Ray over at Flappers and Burbank coming up December 18th. And uh, like that there. And until next time, this is Adam Curl for Matt, the moderator, DeAndrea saying keep the air in the spare and the bag in the wheel. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit CarCastShow.com.